Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to episode 31 of the Hat Chat Podcast. I'm Chris Trott. I'm Ross Hornby. And I'm the man formerly known as Alex Smith, who's sort of looking more like a, a homeless, homeless Frankie Boyle at the moment. Um, yeah. Oh, I just, I just pick my nose and you just go to full screen. That's great. <laughs> You're talking about, yeah. <laughs> now he's sneezing. He's got a sneezing fit. <laughs> This is a broken man, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, well, God. This is what quarantine is doing to all of us. Uh, they're affecting all of us in different ways. But uh, Hat Chat's here for you. Don't worry. We're here to talk about what's going on with us specifically yeah. from our perspective. Um, Who but made that really, fingle trot? That fingle was nice. And you guys didn't hear it because I didn't set it up properly. But yeah, it's a real fine. nice acoustic rendition of our Hat Chat. Uh, and Hat Films, Fingal, uh, by uh, <laughs> it's by someone called Jucker Pivenen. Okay. Or Yucca I would Pivenen. say it's a soft J. Yucca. Uh? I would y- say Yucca, but that might yucca? be wrong. I just like to say it, yeah. Yeah, we'll say Yucca. We'll yucca. yucca. Soft J. Soft J, that one. Uh, there's, a, there's a longer version, so stick around to the end for the full rendition. Uh, that again, they won't hear, but it's for us. It's for the rest of us. Yeah. That's what's more We important. don't need to hear it. It's fine. Well, I'll listen to it later. Okay, sure. Uh, but yeah, uh, welcome. We've got... What's going on? What's going on, Ross? What's going on? I mean, we are still in isolation, which has been for many weeks now. I don't <laughs> even know how many days it's been, but this is uh, still happening, uh, and it will still be happening for some time. Um, in various different measures, and it's bizarre. But here we yeah. are. We're all doing it. Most of us are doing it. I haven't been going for picnics or meeting friends. How about you guys? Um, <laughs> a few raves, a few clubs, big drag yeah. racing. Uh, yeah. Roads are so cool. I went right to a now kissing festival. Kissing festival. He went to a yeah, kissing the festival. The speeding thing is really nice, and also the spit swapping <laughs> festivals I've been to have been top notch this year. Like, really nice. No COVID yet, but a lot Fingers of kissing. Crossed. A lot of kissing. It's like a tombola. Yeah. 
Oh, I've already, guys, I, mean, I won a packet of ch- ch- chocolate fingers in Tombola. I didn't get grand prize, though. <laughs> Very sad. What was grand prize? COVID-19. <laughs> grand prize? Spit swapping festival. What do you think we're doing? Jesus. It's like Christ. positive party. We're chasing it. Oh. We're actively out there chasing it, swapping you spit. can't get hold of it. Hoping. Everyone's staying well, That was their elusive. That was one of their worries, what? is that people were, would try to get it so that they could get these um, potential immunity passports that were kind of um, drafted up as a potential mm. option of opening things up, where people have yeah. immunity passports, but then, you know, obviously people in more desperate situations or who need to get to work could just try and get ill. And There's something like that happening. Get it. Uh, I can't remember which country it's happening in, but they are doing that pass thing. Where you have to oh, really? show that your your state of COVID positivity uh, before you can enter or exit certain establishments. Well, you like whether have, you're like really happy about it, just okay about it. It's like a little smiley hoping face. From how positivity, is your today yeah. Kind of thing. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm into you press it, a button right on the way through. Yeah, but it's literally <laughs> yeah. like this is your identifier now is your status of being COVID. You're no longer a person. Yeah. You're just a a symptom or a post symptom being. It's like, yes, you can come in because you are tested positive but no longer have any symptoms. So you can come on in. Or oh, you don't have COVID yet, shouldn't come in here. There's so many positives. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that's, I mean, but yeah, I imagine more people would try to get it just to get it. Like, like chicken pox parties. Do you ever yeah. have a chicken pox party when you were mm-hmm. a kid? Uh, I mean, I it's a really bizarre pox. kind of concept, but I just, just gather all the kids brother. together. I just got it in primary it school. Mm. Yeah. I got it in primary school and it was really sweet because when I got it, I stayed home and when I, uh, my dad, I think, was looking after me and I got one of those um, fucking, what were they called? It, it's um, it's not Meccano. Oh, Playmobil. You guys remember Playmobil? Oh, yeah. yeah. The, I really didn't like Playmobil. I got Playmobil, a Playmobil camper van it. <laughs> and it was dope. I got a whole camper van. I did admittedly pretend it was a spaceship. Um, which is something that I did a lot as a a young kid because, yeah, like, I liked the physicality of toys and stuff and, like, the ones they were getting me, but really I wanted them all to be space-based and, like, gun-based and, you know, like... like I I made my Sylvanian family tree that was meant to be a school into, like, a top-secret, like, organization. You had a Sylvanian family? Or was it your sister's? Yeah. No, no, it was mine. I went. To, we went into oh, a Toys R Us when I was very, very young, and they were like, "What? What would you like? You can get an item." And I, for some reason, picked a Sylvanian family's tree. Uh, let me see if I can. Are they little, uh, the little felt uh, rabbits, aren't they, or something? Are they? Yeah, rank- yeah, mice? yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Treehouse um, is it a treehouse. It was. I'm just finding it now. It wasn't the treehouse. It was more advanced than the treehouse. Yeah, nah, more how, better how old, than that, how mate. Old, better than that. How old were you at the time? It Sorry, was, I, I didn't catch the age. F- fuck, no, it's young, man. I can remember when I was like two or three years old, so like it's hard to really to pick pick it I think out. That's impressive. Yeah, I I remember living in Bath when I was a toddler. Uh, it's really weird. Only Obviously, only like glimpses of it, not like everyday life, like, oh, I've shit myself again. Um, oh, that's a good but, point. But like... Yeah, I got a pretty good memory for stuff. Do you have, are they uh, like kind of that. just like, is it just a hodgepodge of kind of random memories of things that happened? Or is it kind of like quite clear? Because I have various little memories of, um, my dad used to travel um, Europe for his job. 
where um, mm-hmm. we'd be in Germany and stuff, um, occasionally Sweden. But I remember yeah. specifically being in Germany, and this probably is why I really enjoyed it when it came back into the UK. But I, f- I had a first. I remember my first Kinder bar, right? And I was like five. <laughs> a momentous occasion for Ross. I mean, that's a that's big. Literally, taste. and I was like that. That's, that's literally just one. from literally. I was in Germany. I was in an, a lift with uh, my dad, and I have one of those little candy bars. And that was that's the only memory I have. I have no other memory of, of being five. <laughs> that's that was how old were you then? Five, five. Kinder bueno. Uh, yeah, uh, five, four or five. Yeah, that's hilarious. Couldn't Kinder bueno literally really have so memories. Your memories. In a way, <laughs> that's the beginning. The first thing, the first as oh, a conscious my first being, neuron connection. the first thing is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man the first Amazing. thing i the first thing i remember is um yeah when i was i was living in the where the city i was born which was only the first few years of my life i think we left when i was like three years old i remember being in this gray like jumpsuit thing you know that they put like toddlers and babies in like a it zip it was winter so it was like this it basically looked like a ski suit you like zip open the back and then you stick the toddler in it and then put their arms through and yeah. then zip up the zip it up again. But it was like a snowsuit thing and we were wandering around a park in Bath, like the the main park there. And um, there was a fountain, um, like a big park fountain that had sitting water in the bottom and I just fucking stuck my hand in it and I remember the cold water going up inside the sleeve. And like ever since then, I hate that feeling of like getting water inside your sleeves. Like it's such a I think everyone hates an invasion of yeah yeah Yeah. right. Like this is my comfort uh, safe zone. Yeah, exactly. Like so, maybe that was why. Maybe it's like a common thing for people to think feel like that, and that sort of was a trauma. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it went up inside my thing, and like yeah, I just remember that and thinking, fuck, okay, I won't do that again. Um, You learn. Yeah, that's that's probably. My earliest. Still trying thing. to find this oh, fucking I actually thing had that I in had. our dry suits. Remember when we went scuba diving? Yeah. I had a little leak, yeah. and in my yeah, dry yeah. suit, it was just soaked Felt on one so bit. Of, oh, that's so uncomfortable and shit. Yeah. yeah, very much like that. I've got two first memories. I can't remember which order they are in, but the first one was like pre-school, so nursery. I had a friend. Yeah. I remember his name was Paul, and we used to literally crawl around on our hands and knees, pretending to be dogs and barking at people. Fuck. Nice. That's that was that's my... interesting. That's and <laughs> you're literally old? regressing. How old do you think you were? I well, was pre-primary school, so it's like three. Fuck. Yeah. Three, four. Oh, 20. I found the thing I had. Uh, <laughs> and the other one was uh, there was a builder around our house, and they were redoing the flooring. I remember because I was really confused why the floor was now all cement and all churned up and messed up. But I remember wearing right. a nappy and being of an age where I, I was now embarrassed of wearing a nappy. And I was <laughs> trying to swan past the builder acting cool without trying to make a crinkling sound with my nappy. Uh, him noticing that I'm wearing a nappy. I'm like, I'm just an adult like you, sir. Here, I just wish cool. to go to the kitchen and <laughs> I'm just pretending not to have a nappy. I'm like you. I wear underwear now. <laughs> But so then when, it crinkled. So when you're, th- th- when you're th- remembering that specific thing, are you first person viewing it? Or are you almost... Cause sometimes I kind of imagine like it a, from outside my own body. 
Do you know what I mean? As in, I, like, I remember the mean. scenario and it's I kind like of build up the scene. It. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mine's more first person-ish, but it's more like a slideshow of hazy images <laughs> rather than... It's like fleeting seconds of... Rather than like a full play out of a whole scene, it's like a, you get a little snapshot of what the feeling and the atmosphere was like at the time. And you hear the crinkle yeah. of the nappy and the torturous, the feeling that I've, you know, my guard's down. He thinks I'm a child. I'm an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cool dude. I'm a He's cool a dude. Guy. He's just chilling. Yeah, and I uh, don't wear nappies and I haven't shit myself out of fear. I, uh, I linked the thing I had in, in the, the VMix chat. Thank you. Uh, so apparently the thing I had was Calico Critters, which is the American version of Sylvanian Families. But it's, is that because it came out in 1985? In yeah, at one point. yeah. So it might have been that they came back from um, the States because it was Sorry, released in 1985. You said this way better. It's this nap. <laughs> it does look worse, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> he was a small child. I remember it being... <laughs> yeah, but I I made I remember I don't think this is exactly the one, but it was very much like this. It was like swing. It had swing out tears on it. Um, <laughs> this is that. a vintage collectible toy now, Trot. How oh, dare you? I can just picture the texture of that little rabbit thing having like a hard yeah. shell, but that little fuzzy material yeah. on top. Yeah, of yeah, it. yeah. I hate yeah. that little velvety. Yeah. I hate feel. those little yeah. velvet things. Dogs love them though. Dogs yeah. love chewing them. Because they're like hard yeah. enough that dogs, oh my God. and they feel like they're crushing the skull of like a small mouse, which probably <laughs> is very enjoyable. I remember my, my cousin collected shitloads and just had a load of them in her room, just like all over on, on the shelves and stuff. It was just kind of creepy. And then they, then she got into <laughs> trolls. Remember trolls? Yeah, I didn't like yeah. trolls. Not the current trolls, but the older trolls the where they actually ones, look kind yeah. of freaky and, yeah. and quite ugh, disgusting. Like goblins with yeah, spiky they're, they're hair. Yeah, they're horrible. And you get little combs for them. It's fucking weird. Um, yeah. Do you remember your first Trot? What was well, your, Trot? Your you recently bought a load of uh, action men, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I did. Have you like Still cleaned the them up or set them up anywhere? Or They're in the like office, that? so no. Oh fuck! Yeah, of course. I bought them with an intention of doing some sort of nostalgia revisiting our childhood thing because it was only like a tenner yeah. for like a huge box of action men, which I thought bargain. Realized that bargain. Yeah, they, they stink of cigarettes and stuff like that. That's why they're throwing them away. And some of the costumes are a bit torn up and chewed and stuff. It's like, <laughs> not that interesting. I think you could just do a res- restoration of each one. I could. Like a Toy Story. Yeah, just go to that scene. Meticulously painting their eyes. All those tiny tools. Yeah, I'd love to do that. But What about like... To be fair, that, looked, that did make so, me... When I saw that scene, that was like... I was like, oh shit, that'd be actually re- really satisfying to do. It's just re-gloss over toy, the eyes and just touch restorer. up the paint. And <laughs> That's my job. My dream job. Like, Trot, with the whole Sylvanian families things, it is essentially Animal Crossing in real life. Sylvanian families. Yeah, yeah I'm surprised like, you don't like Animal Crossing because of this childhood memory. Well... Because the thing is, I never, I, I didn't like, like Sylvanian families <laughs> because of Sylvanian families. I liked it at the time as a toy because it was something I could imagine was something else. Like it was just a complex object rather than like I'm really attached to the idea of a mouse rabbit thing making a home inside a building. I don't give a fuck about that. It was more like this is like some sort of secret base, you know. Whereas Perhaps. I was literally pretending was kind of, to be a dog at the same age. Yeah. So. And hiding the fact that you've shit yourself from tradesmen. <laughs> Hello, fellow tradesmen. Which you still do to this day. <laughs> yeah. There's I didn't that. shit myself. It's an adult oh, night dab diaper. <laughs> do you remember your first nightmare? 
because some people vividly remember the first nightmare they've had or at least an early nightmare because mm. i do and i've got I reoccurring uh, 2020 2020 2020 is it a premonition or is it just you're just it just feels like i'm in one now all right everywhere i look there's something i don't like my one was weird oh. if this this might help you might have had a similar nightmare who knows but all i can picture is one image imagine like a real close-up on a fireplace and you just see the flames in the background slightly blurry and in the foreground is those little green army men like silhouetted by the fire in the background slowly melting fucking weird <laughs> that was my first nightmare wasn't that a scene from toy story doesn't Maybe. Sid torture... Um, he tortures toys by melting them with a magnifying glass. Uh, he maybe, does. but that's I not really so, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe that's that was pretty a common. Of your, of your memory. I maybe mean, you had a pre-cognitive experience right? of a future so, Pixar film. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Like, but I'm pretty sure I had this before Toy Story happened. That's what I'm saying. Like, Maybe you imagined uh, the first successful Pixar film maybe 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 tr maybe it's true or maybe they're just tapping into the whole childhood ethos <laughs> and they've got a real good uh idea of what kids do and think and worry about <laughs> uh, have you also got memories I remember which having a night <clears throat> sorry do, do you have memories which you think may not be true or may have been altered by the passage of time like i'm not sure if this actually happened or not oh yeah yeah loads yeah i think I think that's the thing when you're like for example if you look at a photograph of an event your last memories of you isn't it don't they, don't they say the last memories of you thinking of that rather than the actual yeah it's you recalling raw it, i guess recall yeah like recollection of it you're remembering the last time you remembered that memory it's interesting as bizarre mm. as that sounds because they were uh so there's, there's, all, there's all sorts of studies there's all sorts of studies that have shown that like memory and recoil is completely like unreliable in terms of like yeah. uh, how you like you, you can't trust it. Yeah, if, if you think that you aren't changing your memories when you recall them, or if you like you're wrong, like we all do it, we all fuck up. But like, there's numerous endless studies about like people misremembering things, particularly in criminal cases. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. not That's reliable. Why the, the danger is with obviously unreliable witness reports and stuff like that but yeah there was a a little documentary i can't remember what it was called about memory and it was like 9 11 mm. uh witness reports and accounts and there was a person that was a kid at the time saying that they they have a, such a vivid memory of it happening the actual collapse oh yeah yeah and they saw yeah. it out of their window at school or something like that and they saw the smoke going past but they actually did the math and geographically, that person could not have seen that happening outside the window of the school they said they were in. Like, they were completely yeah. in a different place. So whether they saw it on a news report and kind of merged those memories together or something like that, but that just genuinely didn't happen for them. It's yeah, interesting. Well, considering on the day, like, you're bombarded with thousands of images of the same thing from various angles, various reports on it, and, you know, yeah, like, you would get confused as to how you saw that thing because i mean last when i heard about it i was in a queue for um a bus we we're about to go home it's about 20 past four um and it only just happened and so all, all i heard was a teacher saying oh something like really horrendous has happened in america mm. um they had no specifics on it when i got home 
flicked on the TV and then it was on every single channel. And yeah. that's my memory of it. Like, Yeah, I remember seeing but, the, yeah. the same thing. It's like you heard little bits at school and then you came home to seeing like the second one or being reported on or something like that. Yeah, it was fucking weird. Creepy. It's weird because I feel like that's on par with like such an extreme event as in kind of this event in terms of like crazy shit happening however i don't think this is necessarily a time i can be like i remember when i first heard of this because i heard about covid and stuff happening in january so like it's kind of slow um emergence i guess in terms of how people treated it um isn't in the same kind of recollection for me i couldn't go i remember the specific day or what i was doing um but it's equally a crazy disaster in that Mm. sense so it's it's quite weird because i also remember do you remember when Diana died or like Diana's funeral? Yeah, I remember that vividly. Do you remember where again, you were? It, it might not be so accurate, but I remember waking up first, going downstairs, turning on the TV, and then the news report being all on, uh, all over the news. Yeah. And I was like, I was starting to, I felt that panic setting in. It's like, this seems really important. And there is like a yeah. royal family member that's just been killed or has had a car crash or something. And I went and mm. woke up my mum about it because I was worrying about it. Uh, I remember that memory quite vividly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember then, the I was wearing a nappy at the time, I remember. <laughs> you, were, you were striding around I with remember, an nappy. I remember it happening. I love that your reaction was to get up and like, I'm worried somebody's died. When I found out about it, I remember coming down into the living room and my dad's like, Princess Diana's died. Car hit a bridge. And I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> Shit. And then that was like it. That was like, yeah. oh. I it was the funeral which I remember more. <laughs> And the only reason I remember the funeral. wacky Sylvanian families I've got set up as a spy network. <laughs> Back to the treehouse. <laughs> Tell me when something fucking interesting is happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the only reason I remember the funeral more than the actual death was because the day of the oh, funeral, the funeral. Right. Um, was like, I think it was like a day after my birthday or something, and I got a scale electric, and I was like, fucking scale electric, because that's badass. I had one which like two loop-de-loops, which is Shit. incredible for a scale electric. That's so I was like, yes, this is amazing. What a gift. Damn. Um, but... Both my brothers were fighting over it, and they broke it the day oh. after I got it. And so, and, and it happened oh. like as the, my parents were like watching the funeral stuff. I wasn't like necessarily Those watching because it it's quite morbid for a kid to watch. Yeah. And yeah, that that was my memory. I was like, "What are you doing, mum? They're breaking my shit in that room." They're like, "There's a funeral on, Jesus." Oh, um, and yeah, I, that's that's how I remember it through my personal trauma. I think, of course. <laughs> I yeah. think that like <laughs> I, I wonder if like we all have a sibling trauma like that, like. A couple of different yeah. ones for me. I'll skirt over the first two because these ones I don't really care about. Um, I cut my sister's hair uh, as a child what? when I was about when I was about seven, and my sister must have been about four or five. In an act um, of aggression, or I, no, no, no. She wanted me to cut her hair, so I just cut her oh, hair with like okay. some like household scissors and uh, completely fucked it. Like looked ridiculous. He looked like um, someone from Deantwood. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god! <laughs> and and uh, the second time, which is the one I told you about, is when I almost accidentally stabbed my brother <laughs> yeah. um, with a yeah, with a steak one. knife. Um, but the third time <laughs> was the almost? one that really pissed me off. Well, I almost stabbed the the blade didn't go in, even though it hit with enough impact. You would have thought it would have done. <laughs> I didn't mean to, but I hit him with it, and I was like, oh "Shit, god. that was definitely hard enough to actually hurt somebody." And I'm like, "You were right." He's like, "What are you doing?" Um, anyway. Um, the third one was the one the, the real sibling trauma the, the similar to yours ross in that when um when harry potter was coming out 
Um, okay. I didn't know shit about it. And my, I think my mum or someone was at like some like book club thing or something, you know, like a school book club where like the school gets loaded yeah. books in and like they can buy them for kids or whatever. Um, she bought me the first Harry Potter book when it was sort of starting to get like half decent. And uh, it was a first edition Philosopher's Stone book. And it's now worth about 700 wow. quid. And, um, and I, cover, I didn't right? really... Yeah, I, I there was I didn't want my sister to take it into school. So I, I read it. I loved it. It was about three books in by this point. And I had three of the books. And I was like, yeah. My sister's like, oh, we need to take a book into school to read. And I'm like, no, you can't take the Harry Potter book. And my mom's like, oh, don't be ridiculous, Alex. Let her take it. And I'm like, no, she will not take it. It's like, she's going to lose it. She's not even going to read it. Uh, and like all this sort of stuff. And she took it into school because my mom overruled me and she lost it. And uh, never cool. saw it again. So my first edition, Velocity Stone, just just you gone, right. and I was just like, oh, man. oh. My uh, first edition, that's pretty much that's, led that's to me being a yeah pain in the ass to my sister for the rest of her life. Uh, <laughs> go on, go for it. What were you saying, it, Ross? Before, pretty much, pretty much, Whoa. my parents, my my parents leading on from that. My parents were always like. You're always going on your sister. Stop, stop always going on your sister. I'm like, every time. She lost my first edition. I can't trust her <laughs> with anything. You know, like straight away. Like, anyway, go on. I can't believe Ross, she let you cut you her hair as well. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I cut my hair very well, like as a, as a young child. I, I think I'm, yeah, I was annoyed with my hair. I decided to trim a little bit. And then I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I was like, oh, don't worry. I trimmed to the root. <laughs> is what I, I remember specifically remember saying that and she going that's no that's that doesn't make any sense i was like sure okay and then so i just little patch just on the corner of where i just trimmed to the root, trimmed trimmed a little to bit. The root. what yeah what, as if that was like by that? what you're supposed to do <laughs> zero so zero logic what so there you go what's trimmed to the root mean in your mind well cutting it to the skin like basically to the skin so where you where like don't worry so it's like a big chunk of hair I was like, oh no no don't worry i cut it to the root it's fine as if that was like my goal even though i had longer slightly longer hair so it's like what you just have an end up little, little patch oh. with i don't know i must have been like eight or nine i think yeah i love how sure i'm trimmed of, to the root you're yeah. so sure of yourself as a young kid you're like you think you got yeah. fucking everything sorted out it's like don't worry about this shit. I know exactly what I'm doing. When you become a teenager, you become such an egotistical asshole. I don't know if you guys ever <laughs> felt that, but you felt like, I already know fucking everything, and my parents are idiots, and that kind of shit. Well, in terms of like just being a, a stroppy teenager, I think everyone has that, felt like a bit moments. of a know-it-all and attitude, and it's like, I've figured this shit out now. Like, why are you guys struggling so much with your parenting and mortgages and stuff like that? It's like, I'm fine. And my education's going really well. And I just remember being slightly feel. I never said that, but internally yeah. I felt like, what is this isn't so hard. Like, school isn't so bad, et cetera, et cetera. You know? Mm. Apart from, you, you know, did have those really badass though. fingerless leather gloves as well, which probably made your cool that factor was college. even higher. <laughs> so that was like top tier. Yeah. <laughs> wait, what? The, wait, 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 wait. Was there a period of time where you were wearing fingerless leather, leather gloves unironically? Yeah, there was a, a picture ah. of me taken in Cafe Nero with a hot chocolate oh. with some whipped cream on it so I was proper hipster uh, and I had like a horrible jacket on fingerless leather gloves and also worse bleach hair than this but I bleached my hair back then as well and I just looked like an absolute 
uh, amazing person. Uh, that was fantastic. And I look, I look forward to going back to that style at some point. Uh, moments away. <laughs> I've got the bleach hair back, so just need well, the gloves. I mean, was, yeah, was it, how different was it? Because you... I remember seeing your passport photo and it was like a different guy because obviously you had like yeah. your, your own custom... I mean, it's, it's not too far off of what... It's just not professionally done in comparison. You don't know but, what um, is professionally done until you get it done, I think. And also yeah. back then there was no such thing as like offsetting the color of yellow with this purple thing and like color theory and shit being applied to hairdressing. At least the hairdresser I went to. It was like, yeah, we'll get <laughs> yeah. some tin foil put on your head and then poke a couple holes in it bring them through and then we got domestos over there so we'll just put that <laughs> on Domestos? no it was, it was probably bleach, bleach. but still it, it felt uh, very rudimentary I, in comparison i bleached my hair a couple of times and it was the same kind of thing but like the the logic was so stupid so we would pull the hair through like you were saying troll we'd make like a me- uh, a silver tinfoil mesh maybe that's where i love the hat so much a tinfoil hat essentially and you you yeah. cut you poke little holes and you drag it through and like we were doing this when we were like 14 so we bleach the hair and then yeah. you do another one and then you do another one you're like perfect i'm gonna have all these little frosted tips but then you take the thing yeah. off and because you've done so many of them it just blends into one large block of yellow on the top <laughs> of your head and you're just like yeah fuck you know? yeah you learn the hard way about how it's not head- easy like a lot of people are doing it, it now, though, yeah. as like at home. They're, they're it's either cyclical. cutting their own hair or bleaching mm-hmm. it just to see what it looks like or dyeing it a color they would never normally dye it because no one has to see them. No one gives a shit. Best time because, to experiment, yeah, really. Well, I'm thinking of shaving all my beard off because, A, it's annoying, yeah. mm. and B, I don't really have to go anywhere, so I don't have to worry <coughs> too much, apart from being on streams and facing the... Uh, Get on camera three hours a day. Yeah. Brutal honesty of our audience, but... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the, the, the harsh bullying from yeah. anonymous strangers. But we'll try. Yeah. If you're going to do your beard, you might as well do your eyebrows as well. Yeah, I'm also thinking Fuck. of just doing a haircut as well. Uh, yeah, just get the whole whole works, whole indoor works. YouTube tutorials will see me through, right? That'll be fine. Are you going to shave so. off like... all of your hair? <laughs> Not shave. You going to Britney it? Nah, do a trim like a. Try and do a good trim, or at least get, get my girlfriend Ball to cut. do it because I can't do the back. I reckon but you would suit a skinhead, do bizarrely. Some people can. You're right. I don't, don't think you're no, right. Have you ever had a skinhead? <laughs> I think, yeah, I just feel like you really suit a skinhead. To be fair, I've, uh, to be fair, you've always always had kind of a fringe, like when I've seen you. So I, I haven't really seen your full head necessarily Ross, or shape. Sure, of your I head. think you'd sue a skin face. <laughs> skin like, face, where you just take all the hair off your face, the eyebrows, whole, the whole beard, mustache, no hair, or just a skin face. Yeah, I think that would look great. Well, don't forget, Ross. I'm yeah. my height, which is very average uh, for a man. Yeah. Like, just want to remark that it's average, not below average. Sure, definitely course, average. And mm-hmm. uh, I've got literally the same size head as Smith ah. in diameter. So you, you don't think you'd suit it? That's fair enough. I mean, I don't. You do have to suit it. I think definitely. Like, um, uh, my friend Lawrence, you know, you know him. He shaved his head completely the other day yeah um, and yes it does have neo-nazi vibes but he suits <laughs> he can still he can still pull it off like and that's fine but i feel like if i did it i would look definitely like just hitler youth i, I think it would just be brushing <laughs> along that realm of it's me just how you're i wouldn't want to reach for any top shelves is all i'm saying yeah <laughs> it's directly correlated with neo-nazism well it's yeah annoyingly that is that has been ingrained you need into more tattoos for that i think the media i've seen 
Yeah, maybe a few more tattoos, but, but the, it's still, it's, oh, it looks like a stepping stone. What if all of us, what have we made a pact to shave our heads together, guys? Jesus some form Christ. of like, some form of <laughs> like donation goal group. or something where we all just shave our just heads. Just shave our heads, yeah. Oh yeah. my God, that would be ridiculous. I don't know. <laughs> I'd, do it, I'd, I'd only do it if both of you did it. Like I wouldn't ever do it otherwise. Like fuck, I don't um, know. Jesus, I really I think I, I'm, I'm interested. I would look like I'd look ill. A million subs. I would. More people uh, would just be a million Ill. subs on on our main YouTube channel. Then we'll million shave our subs heads. We'll shave our heads. <laughs> subs, fuck me, man. That would be horrifying i just know how I long think. it takes to grow back hair because i've literally witnessed yeah. my girlfriend yeah. do it very recently and for her to get to the yeah. stage of length that's kind of like just shorter than mine almost, right now almost shoulder yeah it took so fucking long and I, you'd have yeah. to go through all that awkward part of like it's not long enough to do anything with it and you wake up and it's all in different fucking places shit yeah. like that just wear a fucking Christ. hat just wear a hat I don't or like maybe i'll but with that in with that in you mind, I am surprised more people are cutting their hair off because this is the best time to experiment with longer hair. Yeah, surely, as in you, can, you can get past that awkward stage if you wanted to. You could, yeah. I don't know. I feel I feel like growing it. It is, is annoying more a, though. It gets annoying. It like yeah. I, so. So I, I had a dream last night. Right now. The, this there we go. This leads on quite well to the the dream Fucking story yeah. that I'm sure Hold everyone's on. excited to hear. But yeah, it was I'm a super simple. It's a super simple story. It's not a particularly complex dream. Um, I just had dreamt that I'd woken up from my dream and it was a regular day like now, but somebody had shaved me in my sleep. So they'd shaved my beard off um, oh my and it was just my beard. And like, I, I remember putting my hand up to it and it's, um, it's all like shaved and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Who shaved me in my sleep? And I was really mad about it. And I was like, who who Go does on. that? And and like, and, and I was like, I was been working on that beard for fucking ages. And yes, it, it is really annoying. But like, I don't want somebody to shave it in my sleep because I want to shave it myself because that's fun. Satisfaction. And, um, yeah. But like, I would, I, I would happily shave this off if it wasn't, a project like you're saying like you're saying about like yeah. a lockdown project like because i am interested to see because another thing is when it's styled properly by a barber it looks a lot better and so yeah. right, right now what's happening is it's just like growing out an equal length and just kind of looks a bit shit and it's like mm. i go out cycling and i've got like my helmet on strapped around the bottom of this and it's just this mad <laughs> lunatic with this giant ginger beard like right <laughs> like, i just look terrible people. Yeah, I mean, the, it's the just difference like, between oh something God. looking good and not looking good is it looking intentional or not? Whereas if you just let yeah. your hair grow out, it doesn't look intentional. It just exactly. looks like you just stop caring. I look like <laughs> I live under a bridge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you know, some people pull that off. I guess, but, but I don't. also just yeah. the invasion of someone shaving shaving you while you sleep—that's a horrifying <laughs> thing. Remember the jackass <laughs> when they used dream. to just kind of get yeah. a razor and then just chase someone and then just <laughs> like yeah. take off some yeah, of their yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, holy thing. shit, that would be so fucking scary. You can't react quick enough to stop it. It's just, it's happened. No. And then you have to and shave it's everything like, well, else no, I've got to fucking hairdresser. Thank you. Yeah. I did that the other day. I was like, oh, fuck. I forgot to put the little guard on my uh, beard shaver. And it just went ah, right down the middle. I was like, okay. And that's why I ended up with the sides gone. Uh, which is, yeah, it happens. Well, I think sometimes time. it's a... Uh, yeah. so, 
Humes did that, didn't he? Where well, he, he did, accidentally yeah. shaved or something, he's just like, oh, fuck it. And then just went completely Whole off. And it's clean like, shaven. It is surprising the difference it makes when you have a complete shave. Humes from... is a completely different guy shaved than it, when he is not. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how it changes the shape of his face and how beards... Uh, that's why I'm terrified of shaving now because people have gotten yeah. used to me having a beard and then I'm going to look like... Uh, like a kid with a nappy again, and that's going to send me back dramatically. <laughs> well, shit, it wasn't I fucking mean, it wasn't nappy too thing, long man. This is, there's some deep-seated yeah. trauma in there somewhere. I'm telling you right now, like you're anally I'm retentive. Fine. I think. I'm fine. Um, yeah, um, there's no issues here. Okay. No, I got yeah. them sorted. But if I see nappies, no, nah, I, I won't go into it. If I see nappies, <laughs> it's terrifying. Wait, I might shave. Does the, the, the well? Hold on, Troy. You know how we had this whole thing about how you blocked the toilet because you were using wet wipes as a as a, a wipe. Do you think that there's there's a link between you being fastidious with keeping your asshole clean? So Freud <laughs> would love this shit. All right, you being fastidious with keeping your asshole clean above and beyond what most people would consider a normal level of asshole regulation. Yeah. Um, yeah. and this deep-seated memory of you having to act like everything's fine when in reality your trousers are full of shit like do you think that there's a link there absolutely not no i think you're trying to create links alex smith uh mm, this is what conspiracy theorists like, and i feel like there's a link there trot uh why would me having yeah. the cleanest asshole ever correlate with my fear of being caught with a nappy because you had a dirty asshole, you had an ass full of full of shit, and being anally retentive. So you know the term. You stop being anal about this. Something uh, uh, that comes from a, uh, I think it's a Freudian idea of anal retentiveness, or or um, basically might just be medical, might not be Freudian. But some kids, some babies, are anally retentive in that they don't shit properly. They don't shit enough. They don't like shitting. They don't like the feeling of having shit in their nappy, which is perfectly fair. Um, but do you think that there's a relationship there between that and your ongoing um, fascination with a clean asshole? I think are you quite clean at home? Uh, I'm pretty clean at home, yeah. I think what it comes down to, Alex, if, you're, if this is really... Uh, if you need the answer to this, mm. you have stated in the past that it doesn't take you much mm. to clean your butt because you don't have much of a thick forest thicket bush down there mm. to clean. <laughs> Whereas I feel like I have to put extra fucking work in to get it to the same cleanliness yeah. because I have the thickest the jungle, jungle of matted a- hair. Down there. Have you considered shaving that well, hair? Because maybe that would slide. Maybe that maybe it would slide out easier. And trust myself with mirrors and races. <laughs> sack crack and back. Also, trot trot. Would you have Cut a sack back and crack if given the option? And secondly, uh, there's only one way to know who has the hairiest asshole. Trot. That's for me and you to exchange pictures of assholes. <laughs> and yes. I'm totally down for that. Um, sure. Because it's oh medical. It's a medical. It's a medical fascination. Not anything else. Um, the worry it's funny with, you say yeah, taking pictures of your asshole, <laughs> running on. off of that mm. thought for a second. Nice. The amount of people who are probably like sexting more in this kind of isolation times is probably quite high, right? Mm-hmm. So on people's phones, there's probably more pictures of their own genitals and or body. How many? What percentage of people do you think have accidentally sent any of those pictures to the family group chat? 
Oh, <laughs> there's a stat. <laughs> well, I mean, there must. I mean, there must I, be. There must be some fuck who accidentally said, yeah. "Oh, I'll send uh, Grand this funny picture." Oh no! Oh, oh it's shit! It's so easily done, though. But well, not that yeah. specifically. But like, just with WhatsApp in particular, just responding to the wrong group chat is so yeah. easy for me to do sometimes. Um, mm. So yeah, I reckon a good percentage. I reckon. Even like, then, it's, it's not necessarily just a case of that you're in the right group chat. You know where you are. But then your finger slips and you, you've got the, the grid of image. all the images. Yeah. And the image below the cute little dog you were going to send is your, your big ding dong. <laughs> and, and then suddenly your whole family's just got a shot and you're like, oh, that's not... Ah, fuck, delete. <laughs> and then it's all, and then it's all saved in their phones. Seen by anti Try and pass it off as something else. <laughs> try and pass it off as something else really quick. Like, oh, weird, look at this weird dog. <laughs> look at this funny, funny cock. <laughs> like, is that your bedroom? I know that. I know that house. Black plants. In the, I know. I've seen that. It's not my cock. It's another guy's cock. What's I another guy doing in your bedroom <laughs> with a rock? Stop sending your nan dick pics. Pretty <laughs> weirdo. Oh my god. Well, I, oh, I think fuck. that it's really important to understand that with the uh, the increase in up and use of um, COVID con uh, contact tracing apps, you know, these things using like yeah. the Nintendo Switch um, walk by system of Bluetooth Pass location based yeah. stuff, we need to ask whether or not our government is actually using that app to steal all our nudes and use it as oh. a complex system of um, blackmail and control as we go forward. You know, I don't and then know where my even looking is. forward, the, the, these advanced mappings of our bodies and our intimate areas are then going to be used to print and replicate versions of ourselves, which will be put in place by our government to create a functioning drone civilization where they could just okay. replace us and use us for food to fill the, the power of the generators that are making these sort of drone clones. God, Have we damn. thought about that? Right. Okay. Now I am worried. I about think that. I am very concerned. I mean, I'm more worried about facebook video calling devices which are now like i've seen adverts for those bad boys um where they're trying to replace alexas and stuff with just now you can just you mm. know call your call your grand from anywhere just send a live dick pic if you want sure <laughs> just press a button just ask okay. it and it's there this little hey. video machine this little grand, photo frame down. video machine it's just in the corner photo. of your room it's a live photo hold it down that it's could got- scan your body <laughs> oh yeah it would and we all know i mean holy shit yeah your the face tracking on on your phone yeah that could be it. Uh, honestly, if if Big Billy Bill at Amazon headquarters really badly wants an audio transcription of me masturbating, they can have it. Like, I don't know what <laughs> they they're going to be it, using yeah. it for, but like, you know, like, <laughs> like yes, we've got him. Like, what are you going to do with that information? <laughs> we've got, like, we got the bastard. That you I know they're listening, so I'm going to fucking indulge myself. Oh. <laughs> well, we oh, also man. know that. Yeah, I mean, like, th- that's it. Just only give them the things that no one would ever want. That's the strategy. Yeah. I mean, in <laughs> reality, every awesome. aspect of what we're doing is being followed. Yeah. Let's be honest. True. Yeah. Everything you look on on Google is being followed. Everything you say to your Alexa or Google is being followed. Mm-hmm. Um, CCTV walking down the road, you're being followed. It's unavoidable. So, this contact tracing thing is a worry in one aspect but then it's also just amongst all the others all the other apps yeah. that exist yeah. and hardware we put in our own homes is it any different yeah. other than trying to save more lives potentially yeah I mean who really fucking cares where you are 
at the moment really i think well i think it is important they have robust privacy stuff set in like we Definitely. can't just let like Definitely. a government just speed an app out without any oversight or um legal uh, anal- analysis like what because that is that is literally how you give up that's how you give up liberties in in societies when these quick decisions get made or these wartime decisions get made i'm not saying this is a wartime leaders are calling this wartime because then it means as though the enemy is evil and vindictive and it's not their failures it's the enemy's successes that are causing the loss when in reality this isn't a wartime situation this is a disease and governments are failing uh us like but yeah like it's 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 considerations like this that have to be made in these difficult times i guess but you're right i think ultimately it probably is a positive thing yeah the genuine dangers of them knowing your location and data and Mm -hmm. the images and what you look like like what can be utilized i want to know what could be done with that sort of data so they're saying, oh, well, a lot of these apps are saying that they will only ever track the incidences uh, and store the incidences where your phone has been in the proximity of a user um, who has been tested positive for COVID-19. So like it won't, it won't track your position. It will simply go, this person has had a contact at some point with this person. However, yeah. it's not too complicated to extrapolate much more data from that data if you know what i mean like like it's almost yeah. like this is kind of like tags like meta tags of like well this person was near yeah. this person well if we look right. at this bit of data we can see that this person was here so we can say that that person is here at this point and if you just use a computer yeah. to cross-reference this information you can create a fairly accurate kind of um marauders map and and so what's that the is danger with that pretty it's mainly um, just, the uh, danger, privacy, isn't it? It's just in terms of like you're being yeah. watched at all times and you can be tracked um therefore you don't really have the same freedom otherwise but what are you as doing in like the well this is the thing obviously that makes that the argument danger. would be are you doing something insidious which means that yeah you should be followed and therefore stopped or I'm is it a case of your yeah. maybe your relationship's it. breaking <laughs> yeah, down yeah. And you've been having an affair Trot. and that's been i don't know who knows it's it's essentially it boils down to the age-old statement nothing to hide nothing to fear which it really depends on where you come down on your opinion of what a government should be. If if you're if you believe in that, then strictly speaking, you would believe you could believe in an authoritative state, like as in something that nothing to hide, nothing to fear. I'm I'm abiding by the rules, so I'm not in trouble. But like nothing to hide, nothing to fear usually is a mantra that leads to destruction of of lib- concepts of liberty and like. You know, like, okay, right now you've got nothing to hide, but what if the rules change further down the road and you've already given them access to your location or you've given Mm. them access to this information? um, When those rules change down the line, oh, suddenly you are the person that you're looking for and now you can't hide. Like, it it basically is just never a good principle to go on, nothing to hide, nothing to fear, in my opinion, and I think in a lot of people's opinion. I think, yeah, the important thing there is is if the rules shift from the initial thing that you bought into and thought was okay, if that then changes retroactively and then you suddenly yeah, become incriminated exactly. as a result of it. Uh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. And can be and people, done. The kind of people to go like, oh, no, there's nothing. I've, not, I've done nothing wrong. Are usually the kind of people that like probably do some things that are pretty fucked up but at the moment it seemed as normal you know like i don't know i i've never heard a person go like well i've not done anything wrong and that person has been a paragon of society i don't know about you guys but you know the kind of people like yeah. fucking yeah i don't know 
But anyway, it could be also. Um, it, it's almost like yeah, if, if they went, if they got caught speeding, for example, or whatever. Like even though it's mm-hmm. not necessarily you know the worst crime in the world, but you know if that was stricter, they they probably you know complain more. They go, oh, there's another speeding camera on the road. It's like yeah, mm-hmm. it's for your safety, and obviously mm-hmm. if you you don't speed, do you? Of course, you ne- you would never speed. Um, mm. Yeah, obviously that's a mild thing, but it's just an example well the the other the other thing to consider with things like speeding is as a road user you tacitly consent to the rules of the road like um whilst you don't necessarily consent to a government you voted for doing something as extreme as tracking your every position um and i know that that's not what these contact tracing apps necessarily do but I don't know. It, I, I 100% so like as a, as a person who loves tech and information and the, the, the power of that information mm. though, like, yeah, it's an awesome idea it, from a purely, if you could 100% trust the people using that information, fantastic. It's a philosopher's king's concept. If, if, if you have the ultimate ruler, um, then yes, of course. Like, it's like why places, certain countries um, in authoritative states where it's pretty much like whatever the government says you do, it can have pretty good effects. Like, um, because um, everyone does the same thing at once and it's a very direct lane of power. It's very quick because there's very little <clears throat> bureaucracy on the way there. That is an advantage of an authoritative way of governing. But... Um, yeah, I just don't think you can trust people like Boris Johnson to care about your information and not use it insidiously. The bastard's a psychopath. Like, well, this is the thing. And, and all these, these power-hungry about... megalomaniacs running the world right now cannot be trusted. They really can't. Yeah. Like, individuals well, the thing is, um, in society, sure, but... When you, start a, when you start a conversation or a phone call on WhatsApp, you'll say something like end-to-end encryption, right? How, mm-hmm. What verification do you have that that is true? Really? Exactly. Don't As an helps. average user, you're not a tech, you're not a t- software technician. You just have to believe. Yeah. That that that. Yeah. No one else is listening on that call. No one else is has access to that call, or they're saved it anywhere. You just have to accept that these software developers and whatever have been like, yep, yeah, um, we can't see it. You, uh, it's not been stored anywhere, and that's it. But mm-hmm. they could just switch mm-hmm. a button and change that, right? Yeah. That's I mean, the yeah. danger of it. I feel like. Yeah. If we follow this line of thinking, we could end up being that conspiracy podcast where you can't trust yeah. anything anymore <laughs> and nothing's but safe. Th- yeah, 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 definitely. But, but I, then obviously I we're, we're still mean, using those, those formats. We, I mean, I've got an Alexa and a fucking Google home thing or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's um, the thing. And it's just like... like mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop using it. But I've got nothing to high trot, so... I do. Mm-hmm. I've got... And I'm worried now, is Alexa the safer one or Google? Because which one's going to be that more that meticulous? Could have seen. Uh, though I do have appreciate you, you guys should um, you guys should watch a series on. It's only a couple of series episodes. It's um, on BBC Four. It's on iPlayer. Um, it's called The Secrets of Silicon Valley. And the right. first episode examines um, the cult-like status and the idea of like where Silicon Valley is going um, in mm. terms of. There's the idea of disruption and disrupting the norms of like societies and governments and things like that by creating a solution that's so powerful and effective that of course people would use it and fuck everything else. So you know like how a lot of Mm -hmm. companies like Airbnb and Uber and things like that have gone into um, countries like for example Uber in India completely like destroyed the taxi economy there because of the way Uber worked and Uber basically let in 
originally they were like you can earn like t- a grand a month or whatever which is really good money for these tax drivers um and loads of people started joining and they were making that money but then uber didn't control the number of drivers it had registered on their service so just like youtube ad revenue the more drivers that come in the more that money is spread out so everybody gets a smaller piece of the pie and now everyone's attached to uber because everyone's using it but nobody's making enough money out of it because of uber's pricing models and um mm. the way that the show silicon secrets of silicon valley uh, demonstrated that they were saying like um it, well yeah shit just has to change like the uh, a company will they'll just say like yeah diversify or die and it's like well you can see these massive impacts you're having on these uh, these places right and they're like yeah i mean like it's, it's kind of like what we do uh, and the second one goes into but in capitalism into that's, I, I guess that. their argument would be that's not their problem yeah yeah to an extent but then again they, they also have this like really cult like mentality of like all big tech companies are actually out there to change the world and they've all got these inspiring moral missions you know um yeah but yeah it's 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 a it's a really interesting take on 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 that kind of thing but i would i would very much recommend having a look at it and yeah. ultimately it's also something that the average person has zero say in and or control of so it's just like these exactly apps and stuff it's are being unvoted owned by all these un- other companies yeah exactly and and that's a that's a big theme of the show like this pivot from like people electing governments which then help them run their lives to mm. apps and and technologies literally just dictating it um and dictating that change without any kind of oversight any kind of election um really interesting um uh, yeah it's interesting it's, it's, that's it's why i love stellaris <laughs> yeah you get to because you can make shit like that yeah exactly with no repercussions. Well, yeah, right, I think. Let's see sort of, if we got any funny news. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's, sure. let's dig let's ourselves out of this. Um, this political well, hole. This isn't funny news. I think you mentioned this the other day. Uh, although I think you said Tom Hanks, but apparently NASA and Tom Cruise are in talks to potentially shoot a movie in space. Yeah, you did mention mm, that. Yeah, maybe um, say Tom Cruise. Yeah, it was Tom Cruise. Did you say Tom Cruise? I thought you said Tom yeah, Hanks. No, um, Tom, Tom Hanks would be also equally cool to do that, but maybe maybe it's a bit of a huge risk but apparently yeah they're in talks to try and make a film in space which is something apparently the entertainment industry has been trying to do for a while um as it's mm. quite an interesting obviously avenue to go down but probably mm. extremely hard to really organize when you consider how like what's involved in a film set on earth <laughs> doing mm. that in space must be a million times harder i imagine mm. but i'd watch it be like moonraker like he looking yeah. you know like with moonraker the bond suit like i feel like they'll have a few shots of i mean you've seen like um what's the one with sandra bullock in it um gravity yeah, uh, gravity, gravity yeah, you're right. yeah like the stuff that can be done now is absolutely like it's they don't really even need to go to space in fact i i, I assume yeah. most special effects companies would be like why are you bothering going to space we can make it look better Definitely here. Not. it's more of uh, just for the name isn't it yeah I yeah been many films i reckon that'll be the next space. uh the next I mission I, I can't recall I one that's been made in space <laughs> yeah uh mission mission impossible i think it'll be the next mission impossible he'll go up to you the ISS, and it'll like be like a, this big thing and this yeah, big fanfare the big like, stunt that is the marketing campaign as well yeah yeah it's got a gigantic budget tom cruise is admittedly seemingly superhuman um so you know, maybe we should look into the whole Scientology thing because it seems to be going pretty well for him. It, he um, his life. To, yeah. Can't get rid of that Definitely. middle tooth, though. Can't ever mm-hmm. escape that. 
the centre tooth that he's got. Has he got a centre tooth? He's got a centre tooth. Yeah, he's got like a... a, Do you have any pictures of the centre tooth? For our viewing audience on Twitch. Tom Cruise. Um, In the meantime, I will read this headline. Fugitive call after blowing his cover with fart. Um, What? what? Yep, a wanted man who hid in bushes in an attempt to evade police blew his cover when he farted. Uh, Realising officers (laughs) on the scent were closing in, the suspect had fled into woodland near Harworth, Nottinghamshire. Oh, there's the middle tooth. Sorry to interrupt. That's the middle tooth. Oh, right. God, it's quite central. So fuck, where his filter is. Right the big... <laughs> <laughs> it's like in line with his nose. It lines down with his nose. Perfectly. Yeah. God, he looks quite old there, doesn't he? Jeez. Wow. I mean, he's like 50 That's actually probably a, an older photo. Yeah. Um, anyway, apparently this, uh, this dude's location remained a mystery until they heard a noise believed to be the sound of someone breaking wind. Um, he was arrested alongside another suspect found uh, hiding behind a fireplace in a nearby home. Holy shit. <laughs> so literally, his fart got him arrested. <laughs> I've done that. I've uh, done that before the, with Airsoft. He was hidden in the bush. What, you've been caught? Like, so, farting? Not, not farting, but like mainly earlier back in the day when I used to go down to Southampton when I lived nearer that sort of way. Um, it's a massive site. It's like a like a huge, huge site, and you go out and like spend the whole day out on the site, and you pretty much like yeah. you know it's like all this forest down in the new uh, in down in near Southampton, all these like sort of awesome forests and stuff. You're wandering through it, and you'll be crouched down in a bush and a bush, and you'll be like sweating like crazy because it's high summer, and um, yeah, you just really need a shit. And at one point, you you just get out of the bush and hold your hands up and say, "Look, guys, please don't shoot me. I desperately need a shit." Like I've been there before. There's something about the tension of being hunted that makes you want to shit yourself you know or yeah. just running around anyway. in general will start shifting things around you know <laughs> i find i find center tooth <laughs> yeah sorry there's more pictures of the center tooth being shown and they've got a line from the top of his head to the bottom of his chin and his tooth is already in the middle always in the middle it goes right so, through the middle so he had really bad teeth before he got into hollywood and then had them done uh, yeah right but, kept the middle tooth though yeah, it's all slightly off I mean, center. It's not that noticeable without the line. Like, it's yeah. okay. It's yeah. like over to the ro- like his right hand tooth is it's over still straight a lot. teeth, so to speak. Also, we're we're, we're also line. picking on someone who does have like still <laughs> it's still what you probably describe as a Hollywood smile. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you know, yeah. I mean, you someone know, at the top of the game. There are a lot more people uh, with worse teeth. <laughs> absolutely, and it's yeah, it's, it's just poking fun in it. Someone that's How, got everything. Um, have, have any of you guys been um, so bored that you wanted to piss yourself? Uh, wanted to, mm. or just, or like just like lazily let it out. Well, you're just like you're like. bored, so you're just gonna just just go ahead and piss yourself for entertainment. Uh, for entertainment, no, <laughs> I can't say. No, that. I think okay. well, I think if I was left in a room for like months and months and months, eventually, yeah, that would be a form of entertainment. Yeah, infinite monkeys and all <laughs> that. Like, I mean, oh, l- I'm gonna the headline exactly. Listen to this headline. People on social media are peeing in their pants on video because of lockdown boredom. Fuck. I can't imagine there's many, surely. There's a few. There's a handful of people here. So um, we've all had a different uh, social media challenges and trends. Some tend to be more bizarre than others, from eating glitter to making their poop poop sparkle and eating Tide Pods. Oh, my God. Uh, The new trend uh, here is the pee your pants challenge. And it refers to a social media trend, trend where participants record themselves urinating into their pants. Um, of course, it looks like they've 
are they filmed on TikTok or it is on TikTok? Of course it is. Um, so I think I saw. So they're, they're pissing in their pants. They're filming themselves in a mirror and then just pissing in their shorts. That's, what? That's a thing. Yeah, I, I, I think it's I think it's really a out. really fucking great example of how shit some human beings are that they cannot entertain themselves yeah. for any period of time that they need to start pissing in their pants oh, God. like how fucking basic do you need to be to be that bored like uh, to do that like I mean it would take me literally years to get through all of the content and all of the things that you can do just yeah. by having a computer the internet and a TV like there is so much to What's see I don't even think it's do. just boredom though I think it's, it's notoriety not just boredom. as well, right? It's like, they want yeah, the, the fans. I did it. I bloody pissed myself yeah. and filmed it. Well, when you hear the views, I mean, this guy got 340,000 views on his um, post, which is pretty good, really. Mm. He's being rewarded for pissing in his pants. And so I'm guessing other people are seeing that and going, well, I'll give it a go as well. And then you form a, the weirdest trend of, of the year, which is pissing in your pants to pee your pants challenge. Should we do it? I, I find I'm it interested. weird. I find it weird being a success, successful-ish YouTuber or an you know an influencer in a world now yeah. where so many people so desperately want to be an influencer. Like, yeah, it, it's really fucking weird. Like, like uh, the amount of people are just like, I just got like a thousand likes. I'm like, okay, what does it do? Like, like, and what does that do like, to you afterwards? Yeah, yeah, like it's kind of like so strange how obsessed it depends people have on what become it's for. with the idea of of well, if it's for yeah. money yeah. or if it's for something that like a job then fair enough like i was watching a thing well, no, last I mean, night, um selling nudes online or something and it's it's basically right. about only fans and the sure. one of the top only fans people is a british person and she mm-hmm. makes about 50 grand a month from only fans yeah um which yeah. is pretty impressive um but like I get that. I get why people would want to like cultivate a following or like, you know, make people fall in love with them because they want to make money. But like when people are just like doing it for likes. I think it's easy to come when you've been through that, so to speak, and you've thus become jaded mm. by the idea of it. I think that's the position you're in now. Try, right? I am not a jaded person. How dare you? It's true. I, there's no, no way. Yeah. Through you've had this, you've had um, thousands of likes or something through different means. As in, I've had a lot of likes, Ross. I've had a a lot of creative through through creative means. You haven't you haven't pissed your pants to get likes. You've done creative videos online, not yet. Not notoriety, right? Not yet, of course. But like, there's a difference between someone doing something creative for no specific goal to get something back, and someone who's like, shit, I'm going to go on this and I need to get likes. I need to do this or go on. I'm going to start Twitch and specifically need to get X amount of subscribers otherwise i'm not going to do this and it's just like removes the purpose mm-hmm. of why you're doing it in the first place right i mean i think yeah. people see through that though, yeah for the we, most we part. live and die by the views and the numbers and the likes and the sub numbers and shit like that and it keeps us up at night sometimes uh worrying about when is it going to go away or things like that and i think it is based on the value of what we apply to those numbers for example yeah. if you made a masterpiece of an animation or whatever and you spent your years on it those likes is validation that that work was good and that many people enjoyed it Mm. but then it's kind of demoralizing when someone else has a hundred thousand likes for pissing themselves Mm. so (laughs) what does this number really mean uh and and i think that's a very good point it's 
it's always sort of potentially dangerous putting the need for validation in anybody but yourself like i know mm. it's hard yeah. not to do it and 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 it's hard not to it's a human thing to cons- be concerned with other people's opinions i think um but like yeah ultimately it's 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 just trying to learn not to put too much stock in other people's validation of you but Definitely. we have so many apps and so many things that kind of just encourage that. Like that, that, that that's the only yeah. way of seeking validation is to make sure that everybody knows what you're doing and they're excited about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's the thing when you, when you compare what we do ver- like on online versus someone like Jake Paul or whatever, who is kind mm. of an, embarrassing to be on the same platform with someone who's like that. However, yeah. that's being rewarded in much, much larger way than yeah, doing something yeah, good or yeah. doing something that's creative and yeah. amazing or whatever. You really can't compare the two and you shouldn't. You should never compare the yeah. two really. But yeah, I can see why people who are just starting out going, oh, wow, uh, that guy's being an asshole. That guy's filming people killing themselves. That's great fun. I'm going to do what they do. I'm going to piss mm. my pants online. And it's just like, mm. well, fuck, like that is the internet now. It's, and it's we have to just accept that that shit will happen. Yeah. But... Do you when want to be pla- known as the guy who pisses your pants on on YouTube? <laughs> Unfortunately, the the platforms that like they all share the same thing in common, right? They have this standardized method of showcasing popularity and enjoyment of a yeah. thing. And when it's normalized that Jake Paul has subscribers and a number next to subscribers and likes on a video, everything else is the same value on the same graph yeah. as that yeah so just becomes part of that landscape yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah so there is no individualization with that sort of thing it's like this art and animation piece has less likes than this guy uh in a forest in japan and they yep. are valued at this with the same metric and this mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. that took far less effort and was way more controversial though uh appealed to more mm-hmm. people so you know you lost Mm -hmm. you lost that game of metrics and the numbers go in that person's favor so it makes you feel like shit i think (laughs) i can't tell if it's down to the yeah (laughs) i wonder where you're going with it i'm like yeah no you're right um oh (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's it's demoralizing when all you ever do is play by these numbers that youtube's established Mm. and for it to only be superseded by a fucking asshole (laughs) really yeah or something that took half the amount of time to make but it's hard to say because obviously like you know entertainment is is i guess down to the person Subjective. who wants to consume yeah. that yeah so it's just like well you know if lots of people are enjoying that then there will be more of, of those assholes around them mm. they you're you're not going to see the end of them. it's down to i guess the end user to be like well i'm not going to watch that content again and steer away from it but it's like watching a car crash half the time some of these mm. fucking like the youtube boxing fights like i didn't give a shit about them really i didn't care but I probably watch. I watch the highlights of them just because it's like watching a car crash. You want to see what this fucking thing is all about. So I yeah. guess it's just. I wanted to see one. Of, I wanted to see them get punched in the face. If I'm honest with you, like yeah, I think a lot. Know, of people so did. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd did, like to see yeah. someone beat the shit out of that guy. There's something um, for everyone with that format. Well, I, th- yeah. I think the thing is, what the, the what the just to finish on that point of like the landscape is what it is and unfortunately it drags really good stuff and really bad stuff into the same world and then they are judged yeah. as equals which they aren't um and but the problem is i think or the thing that irks me and makes me even more jaded is um i think that culture and art are reflections of of the society you're in like as in like you know mm. 
they represent the emotions, the the morals, like the 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 emotive elements of uh, of a group of people. And if culture and art currently is just putting assholes up on plinths constantly, it's a pretty fucking dim reflection, is all I'm saying. And wh- whether or not that's coming from individuals, whether that's coming from apps or news companies pushing particular pop uh, particular users or creators to make them popular i don't know but i just kind of it's kind of shit that we were still revering these assholes and where where is this this education and this influence coming from that makes individuals so likely to revere these people i look at our world leaders look at youtubers like everything you know can be broken down um at each level and it's it's just a bit strange that like I don't know. Music, music is slightly different. And music, music remains somewhat immune to some of it because I know, like you know, some it's like, oh man, I fucking hated UK grime. Like ten years ago, I hated UK grime. Like now, I think there's a lot of really good UK grime artists. Um, mm-hmm. But like, it's 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 a it's a weird thing to get your head around. Like like mu- music, I guess because of its rules. Like you know, because of its maths, the maths behind music and how like music has to be created to a certain standard to even make sense. Maybe it makes it a bit more yeah. impervious to it. But if you look at YouTube as like an alternative to music or an alternative to film, because it is, it's bigger. You know, like the yeah. the, the gaming market is is bigger than than both. Like, where is that coming from? What is the reflection of us that we're creating? based on that mm. media because in a hundred years time people are probably going to be watching a jake paul video to see what the fuck was going on and and we're going to be like it's all part of essentially clickbait culture and i don't know if clickbait yeah. culture is just literally destined to continue getting worse and worse and worse as companies yeah, lose yeah, revenue exactly. constantly as people try yeah. to survive online uh, which is knows? you know we, we're trying to survive online as well you know and you know we have used clickbait tactics in the past and it, it does work and it, and it can work but mm-hmm. is that something you, that you want to be known for i don't know but people will mm. be using it more and more and i don't see an end to it at any any point if anything it's just going to get worse and mm-hmm. i don't really know what to do about that really but that's just the reality where you live in i guess and we just have to be careful basic what we click income on. for all Make basic choices. income for all more free time for everybody four hour working days basic income for people so they can actually do like this lockdown will sh- has hopefully shown people and i hope they fucking remember that there is value in your own time there is value in getting together in communities like digitally there is value in in doing something other than working and caring about each other yeah. like there, there is so much value in what we're doing so hopefully one day that clickbait culture you're right which is turning into this fucking swirling plug um this sort of black hole of like you say gig economies as well are a big part of this so gig economies like delivery fuck i use it all the time i hope these people are getting paid um enough money to live their lives in a happy way but i've got no fucking idea they probably aren't and and so like I think we need to get to the point where a minimum basic income is really important and like just more time for individuals to live and be humans. I think it's hopefully where we're going. That would be amazing. Um, yeah. It would be good yeah, we'll out see. of all of this that something good comes from it in some way. But I can't we'll see. wait. I, yeah, I get the feeling that everyone's get, just going to forget, try and forget about it. Do you know what I mean? No, nah, we'll get UBI, right? We'll mm-hmm. get universal basic income and then everyone's got all the time in the world to make TikToks of them pissing themselves can't wait yeah <laughs> extra time yeah wow i don't need to work i'm pissing myself so and i'm actually making money now. Need. yeah <laughs> but yeah because yeah i yeah. run like you know jake paul could literally piss himself and it probably would be one of his top viewed videos yeah that's oh, just and obviously that's just because he's already got a big audience so it's just yeah. ballooned from that yeah. so you know 
Yeah. That could be the yeah. next trend, guys. And the whole movement's been validated because that guy challenge. that everyone looks up to has done it. So and then everyone else will do mm. it. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, we could go on for hours piss about bucket challenge. We could, yeah. Yeah. That sort of thing. But that's that's probably a whole other topic for another hat chat. Yeah. Until then, yeah. uh, we thank you mm. all for your support. What was that? Oh, there's a there's a Patreon available. <laughs> Patreon.com slash hat films thank you very much uh to all our supporters you will be credited at the end of the video which is on our youtube channel hat chat mm-hmm. podcast just search for that on youtube we're popular enough for that to come up instantly so oh wow uh, validate us by clicking on that and subscribing uh, and you can see all the visuals that came along with it like tom cruise's middle tooth and such yeah. incredible mm-hmm. things like that and your own name in the patreon credits at the end of the video or are we going to be able to title this podcast "We Pissed Ourselves for Views" now, or something like I that? Think we can. Maybe like, either that, or like I forgot that I pissed myself to tie in the memory stuff yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, that's yeah. Nice. Um, so Chris it's kind of like a full yeah, I forgot I posted that <laughs> video of me pissing myself. Yeah, I don't know. We'll find something snappy. We'll find something. Mm. But if you are also bored at home and doing nothing, and you're as talented at music making as Yucca Pivenen, who is definitely gonna hate that pronunciation uh feel yep. free to send a finger into our email which is what's that hat chat at hat films.com uh we love your fingers especially when they're good and not shit so please send them in you've got time we'll, you've got time to uh, make time good. To jazz Come them on. up um you know it's a good little practice if you're if you're working on music production right now isolation project so it's a goal it's a little mini goal for you make a finger for us thank you and uh we'll see you all in the next hat chat um, indeed thank you thanks, for listening. thanks everybody two weeks time Mwah. bye bye bye, bye. Thank you.